2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America.
0: Oh, say does that star-spangled bender yet wave O'er the land of the free and the home of the brave? Camel
3: Country, 107.9.
4: This is Gunnar and Cheyenne. That was Dierks Bentley with the National Anthem this morning. Dierks family is a part of Country Thunder 2023, April 13th to the 16th out in Florence. Which, uh, more opportunities this week for you to win the Country Thunder four-day passes, a pair of them. The name of the contest is Country Thunder. Holler back. We announce names every weekday at 7 a.m., 9 a.m., and 3 p.m. If we announce your name, you'll have 10 minutes to call us back. Uh, at 6.02. 894 KMLE. You get them for the 10-minute buzzer, you go to Country Thunder.
5: But in order to do that, you have to sign up. So go to camelcountry1079.com and enter in to win.
4: Welcome to Monday, October 17th, 2022. Hope you had a great weekend. Cardinals did not have a great weekend. They suck.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'll just put it out there. And, that
5: was so short and so yeah, sweet. Very
4: blatant <laughs> and honest and. Yeah, they lost to the Seahawks 19-9, so we'll see what's, oh, boy. what's going on there. Uh, more on that to come. Thursday night football is uh, the next uh, shot the Cardinals have at pulling it together. They play the Saints at State Farm Stadium on Thursday.
5: How how are the Saints this season? I haven't watched a single game yeah, this, know, right. of anything
4: this year. they are okay. Okay. <laughs> beatable.
5: Okay, well, we said that about the Seahawks, <laughs> Yeah, too? we said that about
4: every team. <laughs> and the Panthers. You know, Panthers are supposed to be beatable. Yeah. You know?
5: Oh, goodness, Losing to the Will. Panthers.
4: It's, it's, it's a rough season, and I'm sure Cliff Kingsbury is not sleeping well at night. At least he shouldn't be sleeping well right. at night. Right. The way that his team is performing. Well, that's unfortunate. It is. All right, here we go. Morning Riddle, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, I think a tough one to start off the week. Why not? Why? That's just rude. I'm where yesterday follows today, and tomorrow's in the middle. What am I? I'm where yesterday Follows today and tomorrow's in the middle. What am I? I'm where yesterday follows today and tomorrow's in the middle. What am I? Think about it. Mm-hmm. We'll get you the correct answer to the riddle. Come up here in six minutes. As always, if you think you know it, you can text us at two two one zero eight. Gunner and Cheyenne on Demand. Well, appreciate you having us on this morning. Uh, the weather over the weekend was crazy, especially on Saturday.
5: It was insane, but I loved it.
4: You like extreme weather? I
5: like the gloominess that just kind of looms.
4: Yeah, that fits your personality. We got it. <laughs> <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> like the polar opposite of who I am. <laughs> I like the gloominess. I'm a, I'm an emo child. I just like it dark <laughs> and intense. Like
5: my soul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: I can understand that, but I I don't know. I mean, save that for middle of the week overnights, you know. I mean, not on a weekend when you got stuff to do. I mean, your kid had a baseball game that was canceled. Yeah. And, you know, I stayed at Gila over the weekend for a little staycation, getting out of the house to allow the kitchen remodel to happen because, I mean, it's just, it's dusty. We oh, yeah, have two air fryers and a refrigerator oh, to live it lovely. out of right now. Yeah, so we we'll wanted to get out and just, you know, do something else. Yeah. You know, I was hoping to lay by the pool out at Gila and, Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah,
5: I can imagine.
4: Although some people did. I'm like, man, you must be from out of town and spend a lot of money on this vacation. And you're going to soak it every minute next to the pool that you can. No
5: matter how much rain or thunder or Or gloominess. Or the
4: threat of you blowing away. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we hope you had a great weekend. The morning riddle today, a a little tough. We'll start off the week with a tough one. I'm where yesterday follows today and tomorrow's in the middle. What am I? I'm where yesterday follows today, and tomorrow is in the middle. What am I?
5: I have a guess. You have a
4: guess. It's good.
5: My confidence level is, like, in the middle. Like, it could make sense, but also maybe not. All
4: right. Here's some of the incorrect guesses. Text to the 520, 12 o'clock noon. Okay. That is incorrect. Text to the 425, the international dateline. <laughs> Indeed, I mean, I'm not saying it's close, but I mean, for not knowing an answer, throwing yeah. that out there, it kind of makes sense. Okay. I guess. Uh, text to the 406, the present, incorrect. Text of the 480, today, that is incorrect. Text of the 602, uh, Wednesday, that is incorrect. Text to the 480, the future, that is incorrect. Okay. All right. I'm where yesterday follows today and tomorrow's in the middle. What am I?
5: I went with a dream. No. Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fast. No, no.
4: What uh, is the, it? the answer is a dictionary. I'm where yesterday follows today, so today comes before yesterday in the okay. dictionary. Tomorrow, T O M O. You know that's before. Uh, that know, makes sense. I'm yeah. a terrible
5: speller, so it makes sense as to why I didn't even guess that. I wasn't even close. <laughs> if you guess dictionary, you got it.
4: You got it right. Nicely done. We'll do it again tomorrow morning at six o'clock here on Camel Country. On the way next, got a story of a gal who was flying to Nashville. To try and fulfill her mom's wishes. Now, her mom is deceased. Okay. And her mom's wishes, a little controversial because the person that she's going to see did not give her permission to come see him, nor do what oh. her mom is wishing of her. Okay? okay. Full story. Keep it up next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Uh, there's a gal from Maine who is headed to Nashville with... Uh, The ashes of her grandma. Okay. Because it is grandma's wishes to have her ashes spread over Alan Jackson's property. No! (laughs) Now, grandma here is a huge fan. She's a super fan of Alan Jackson. Okay. Okay. Back in 2015, uh, grandma went to an Alan Jackson concert. Alan Jackson pulled her up on stage for a better than front row viewing of his concert there in Portland, Maine. All right. Uh, Alan Jackson even danced with her a bit while singing his song, Remember When. Aww. And all of this because she had a great uh, Alan Jackson tattoo on her right shoulder blade. <laughs>
5: Grandma had an Grandma Alan Jackson.
4: Grandma had an Alan Jackson tattoo.
5: I love that. Okay. Right?
4: And so he went on to Facebook and urged fans to take a look at her tattoo uh, and uh, just kind of told his audience how great of a time that he had bringing Marianne up on stage.
5: Well,
4: that's cool, uh, Marianne. Following that, uh, she's a uh, Denny's waitress.
5: Okay,
4: uh, Grandma's uh, name is Marianne. She was a uh, she was labeled the hostess with the mostest.
5: Oh Denny's. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> she said,
4: "When I die, this is a direct quote from her. When I die, I want my ashes spread over Alan Jackson's house."
5: <laughs> what?
4: No. So that's why you know the granddaughter <laughs> is trying to go and fulfill Grandma's wishes. Uh, she had, a, she's seen Alan Jackson two dozen times. This oh, is wow. She had two license plates touting her love for the singer. <laughs> she put framed posters of the singer on her walls <gasps> and kept a life-size cutout of him in her room for years.
5: Weird. <laughs> Weird. That's
4: she is a I super can't. fan of Alan Jackson, okay?
5: I feel like this crosses the line of super fan. You think so? Like, this is just... If this is you, I'm sorry. If you're a fan of somebody like this, to me, this is just weird.
4: Um, The granddaughter, where's her? uh, Somewhere in here it says, uh, when I printed this out, I didn't realize it was four pages. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) But She says that she wants his permission to do it. Other than that, she may rent a helicopter and spread it over the property, throw it over the fence. Or something, but you know, best case scenario is to get Alan Jackson's permission to spread the ashes on his property.
5: What would you do if you were Alan Jackson? I,
4: mean, I would say absolutely not. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. You have this fan who is a super fan of you. She's got a a picture of you. Like, like if you look at the picture of the tattoo,
5: uh-huh.
4: Um. it's Alan Jackson, uh, like, it, in it's his early portrait? days. He's okay. got the long hair, uh-huh. the cowboy hat, you know, and the uh, the mustache. And that's what she's got on her right shoulder blade. So knowing that, and knowing that you brought her up on stage and danced with her, and there was a whole to-do with it. He even posted on social media saying he had a great time.
5: And that's fine. But absolutely not. I am just weird when it comes to dead people.
4: Well, you and- think he's going to be haunted by this, yes! this dead crazy fan? Yes, I do.
5: 100% <laughs> whether or not that's true. Uh, the thought, the mere thought of this little old lady haunting my house. No, nah, absolutely I'd, not.
4: I'd say, Alan, come on. I, I think he should no. do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm wondering though, Campbell Nation, have you ever spread ashes somewhere unique per the wishes of the deceased? Like, have you ever gone? There's a lot of people that do it, do it at Disneyland, right? I mean, their 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 family was a huge fan of Disney, so they're out there either on. It's a small world. Disney has even come out and said, "Don't spread your yeah, dead with ashes." To. So yeah. many people have done it.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So many people do it that they say, "Don't do it." You know, but it was the wishes of that Disney fan that said, when I'm dead, spread my ashes at Disneyland.
5: And I get it. I hear you. But no, I've never personally, I think I've maybe known one person to be cremated in my entire life.
4: That have had, did they have a wish as to where they put their ashes?
5: Nope. They just were cremated. No, I don't know. A lot of
4: people get cremated.
5: Yeah. I've never known anybody <laughs> to like
4: have their have have wishes. Have you ever spread the ashes somewhere unique for the wishes of that deceased? Like, they'd like ahead the of them dying, they're like, when I'm dead, cremate me and I want spread somewhere. Maybe it's at, uh, I don't know, up in Chicago at Wrigley Field. I don't know. What, have you ever de- dealt with this? Have you ever done this? Text us your story at away, and we're going to get to your text coming up next.
3: Gunner and Cheyenne on
4: demand. Well, have you ever been asked to spread the ashes of a loved one somewhere unique? Somewhere that they love? You know, my mom's got uh, my dad's ashes and my brother's ashes just kind of in an urn. I I think she's probably got a final spot for him eventually, like a garden or something. But right now, she just kind of has them in her house. She has my brother and her dad with her. Yeah. You know? And she actually texted me over the weekend that she started dating again. I'm like, what? (laughs) What? That was so That's weird a to whole hear. Other By the way, anyway, another I had a topic. whole other topic. What? Nobody ever thought mom was going to date again, but I'm
5: going to need a second to process that.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> if you knew my mom, you'd understand. But she's got, you know, they're, they're, they didn't have any like they they died, you know, all of a sudden. It wasn't like they had wishes, you know, right. on their, uh, their deathbed or whatever. But. This gal in uh, Maine is why we're talking about it. She's uh, headed to Nashville with her grandma's ashes because grandma was a super fan of Alan Jackson. She had a tattoo on her right shoulder blade of like a, uh, a bust like of sorts, you know, like his face on her shoulder blade. Right. And she's been to his concerts 12 times. Or two dozen. 24 times. Holy cow.
5: That's a lot of Alan Jackson. Uh,
4: She's had two license plates touting her love for Alan Jackson. She's had framed posters of the singer on her walls. She kept a life-size cutout of Alan Jackson in her room for years.
5: (laughs) It's weird enough that there's two cardboard cutouts in the studio, but you put one in your room. I'm sorry. It crosses a line for me. It goes
4: a little further. Uh, saying that she brought the cardboard cutout with her to the hospital during her final years as she battled cancer of her tonsils. So uh, the granddaughter says she was so obsessed with him.
5: Yeah, that, that is an obsession. She wants
4: her ashes spread on Alan Jackson's house and on his property. Nope. I know it's on his house. Her quote, when I die, I want my ashes spread over Alan Jackson's house. No. So that is why the granddaughter is (laughs) heading to Nashville with the ashes. The granddaughter says uh, she is, uh, her plan is to drop them from a helicopter or wing them over a fence or throw them out the window as I'm driving by or best of all, secure someone's blessings to spread them in a chosen spot. You can't just dump somebody's ashes on someone's property. But Alan, here's the story. Maybe, maybe he'll say yes. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't have a little... Uh, two hundred square foot lot. You know, I'm sure it's right. got a huge compound. So maybe like, hey, right over there on the corner, on the far side over there. That would still just be weird to me. Um, but has this ever happened to you? Have you ever uh, obliged to the uh, wishes of a uh, of a loved one who died as to where they want to put their ashes? Texts are coming in at what away. Uh, text from eight four five. My aunt's ashes were spread on the Staten Island ferry and at Yankee Stadium.
5: Well, that's cool. Like on the ferry or in the water. <laughs>
4: says on the...
5: That's kind of odd. Maybe she had to take the ferry a lot.
4: Yeah. It's the home away from home. Text with the 623. I sprinkled my kid's dad's ashes at 157th Avenue in Bell before all the houses were built there. I'm sure they are haunted by him now. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus, you live-
5: that's why I wouldn't want somebody's ashes in my property. <laughs> you live
4: in that neighborhood and <laughs> you're haunted. There we go. It's a little suspicious. We know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> text to the 602, the reason I'm getting cremated is because I don't want any grass growing out of my chest in a box. I'm having my ashes spread across South Mountain. Aww. Uh, text to the six two three. my dad's last wishes were to be cremated and his ashes to be spread over Lake Okeechobee and on the Seminole Reservation where he was born.
5: Well, that's really cool.
4: That's down in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Uh, text to the 40 my father passed away in 2007. His ashes... Uh he wished to have his ashes spread at Angel Stadium. I was a former player for them in the late nineties, and I took his ashes and sprayed them on the field. That's awesome. That's cool, but going on Alan Jackson's property isn't uh Yeah, isn't cool. because
5: it's somebody's personal property. Yeah, That's you, weird. These other
4: Angels players gotta play on the outfield <laughs> with a dead man hey, all over.
5: There's angels in the outfield,
2: okay?
4: <laughs> Save the dad joke for seven fifty seconds. Text of the six one two. I had my mom's ashes blown into glass per her wishes, and she sits on a shelf in my dining room. See, I like that. Text of the six two three. My grandpa's ashes were dispersed in the open sea. The fisherman who took us said it was a very, it was very common, and he's already taken a few out there to be spread on the open sea.
5: Is that legal? Can you do that?
4: If you can pee in the ocean, why couldn't you spread some ashes in the ocean?
5: I I mean, I guess that's
3: valid.
4: (laughs) All right, well, thanks for those texts today.
3: Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand.
4: Well, over the weekend uh, in college football, Tennessee beat Alabama. Not that you really care about that. But the Tennessee fans, did you watch any of that video? Uh, No, I didn't. (laughs) The Tennessee fans, they never beat Alabama. So when they beat Alabama on Saturday uh, out in Nashville... Uh they all the fans swarmed the field. They got onto one of the field goal, you know, the, the uprights uh-huh. where they kicked the ball through for the uh the extra point. Uh they took that thing down, oh. they hauled it out of the stadium and threw it in the river in Nashville. <laughs> oh my god like, how do you allow fans to take down a field goal, let it leave the stadium, and then head on down to the river and just <laughs> throw it into the river. And that's how they celebrated beating Alabama over the weekend.
5: That's a little aggressive. It's a little
4: much. So now the Tennessee uh, College, uh, the volunteer or whatever you call them down there, uh, they're asking for donations now for a new field goal. They're asking <laughs> fans to donate. Hey, y'all took it down. We need a new one, so we need donations.
5: I feel Morgan Wallen is a huge Vols fan. I have a feeling that he's just going to, I feel like he'll just buy
4: it. Just cover it? Yep. We beat Alabama for the first time in what twenty-five years or whatever the heck it was. You know, and that was worth celebrating. That's
5: insane.
4: I I agree. Morgan Wallen being a huge fall fan, volunteer fan. <laughs> he should cover that. He'll just cover there.
5: it. He'll just be like, here, I'll buy it.
4: I was just impressed that they got it out of the stadium.
5: How <laughs> did they get it out of the ground?
4: It came down pretty quick. Like if you watch the video, people were climbing on top of it and they just kind of I don't know if it broke or they lifted it up and out. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. But somehow it got <laughs> out of the just ground. Carried it and out, exited the stadium, and then in to the river <laughs>
5: <laughs> maybe security just put their hands up there like that oh, there's
4: just... so many people on the yeah there's there you can't keep them in the stands right. when they're all coming down in waves
3: that's crazy and gunner and cheyenne on demand
4: man we hope you had an incredible weekend appreciate you having us on this morning it was announced on friday that kroger has purchased albertson's
5: oh okay uh
4: 24.6 billion dollar deal Wow! So if it's a if it's approved, they'll become uh, the largest supermarket chain in the country. So Kroger's fries, though, right? Yes. So that would mean Kroger would now be Albertson's, Safeway. So it'd be Bashes versus uh, versus Kroger at that point.
5: I have no idea. Hmm. I truly don't have an answer to that.
4: They did the uh, merger to take on Bohemoth's. Like uh, Amazon and Walmart. I mean,
5: that makes sense, though.
4: And it kind of helps uh, with the whole f- inflation thing. Yeah, I guess you know. I don't know. We'll see. It hasn't been approved yet, but I mean, they they put in their uh, plans to acquire Albertsons for twenty four point six billion.
5: I mean, I'm not upset about it. I like Kroger. I think it's a good brand. Man, there's
4: less competition, though. So, well, that means prices go up when there's less competition. But isn't prices it supposed go to up. help with inflation? Well, it helps them in their pocketbook. (laughs) Not us. They're like, we got a monopoly on the market now, aside from Bashes. That's that's
5: that's when Bashes comes in and goes, you know what? Joke's on you and just (laughs) drops their prices. That would be the play.
4: Well, you would hope.
5: (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that would be the go to. Uh,
4: I think the go to with the Cardinals is to fire Cliff Kingsbury. I've mentioned this last number of weeks. Yeah, you know, I mean, I he's just not. It's it, they they lost again yesterday to the Seahawks, nineteen to nine. They did score in the first quarter, which they had not scored in the first quarter for the first five games of the season. They finally scored in the first quarter yesterday, but it wasn't even an offensive touchdown. It was special teams field goal. They got three oh. points. So still, all the plays the Cl- Cliff Kingsbury is dialing up because the coach. Slash offensive coordinator, which is what Cliff Kingsbury is. He calls the plays in the first quarter. It's a script. They follow the script based on video that they watch in preparation for the game. So Cliff and his plays and what he's done through the first six weeks of the season now has
5: not worked. That does not look good for him.
4: It doesn't. So uh, hopefully they can pull it together. I mean, we say this every week. (laughs) Hopefully they can pull it together. (laughs) They got a short week. Thursday night football this week. The New Orleans Saints are in town at State Farm Stadium.
5: Oof, that's a quick turnaround too.
4: Uh, defense did their job. They scored the uh, the only touchdown that we had yesterday. Go defense. And our field goal kicker still missed the extra points. So, <laughs> still got issues there on the field goal kicker side.
5: You should fire him too yeah. while you're
4: at it. And D-Hop will be back this week. That's <laughs> oh, good. good. But it is many people that are like, oh, when D-Hop gets back, it'll turn around. I, I don't know. No. But you have to see it for the rest of the team. I don't think one guy can change the fate of the entire team. I entire think team. that
5: if your team is only as deep as one guy... You got a problem somewhere.
4: And is the uh, is the coach? Is it the players? A lot of speculation there, but I think it's the coach in knowing how to coach those all stars. He's got right. a lot of star players, a lot of great players, and they're just not performing. Way they're way underperforming what everybody thought was going to happen. You know, in the uh, the postseason. That's so unfortunate. It really is. Somebody p- tweeted a picture yesterday. Remember that picture from the draft where Cliff is in his living room?
3: <laughs> yeah,
5: he's got
4: his foot up on the table. Uh And then you see his beautiful backyard and camelback in the background. Yep. Well, somebody photoshopped a uh, U-Haul vehicle (laughs) behind the window.
5: That's funny.
4: I've seen another one like that with a for sale (laughs) sign out there.
5: Hashtag fire
4: People want Kaim gone as well. You know, what what will Bidwell do? Will he pull the trigger? He's got to eat a lot of money. Yeah. They just signed new deals. There's a lot of money he's got to eat. You got to do what you got to do
3: to win
5: sometimes. I agree.
4: I agree. Fan base is not happy. Yeah. (laughs) Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Uh 13-year-old kid in Texas. Uh, he was trying to annoy his mom with As a they do. little uh, <laughs> dog toy squeaker. And uh you know what I'm talking about, right? You know, yeah. the little, little dog, you know the little Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he was trying to annoy his mom with it, and he accidentally swallowed it. Oh! And it got lodged in his throat, so whatever he breathed in or laughed it made a squeak sound. <laughs> Even his doctors and nurses were laughing at him, <laughs> and they got it out, and he's okay. But uh, I guess this is uh, so what it sounded like. Okay,
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's funny. You wonder know what that reminds me of. That That reminds me of Toy Story when uh, Wheezy swallows his squeaker. He does the same every time he talks. (laughs) That's exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) And it's funny. What sucks is that this is every parent's nightmare. Your kid's annoying you. You've had it you just throw something at them and then they swallow whatever yeah. it is they're annoying you with. Like, you hurt them in the process of them annoying
4: you. That's terrible. I mean, my, my daughters put things in their mouth all the time. I yell at them to get it out, you know, because you, you could swallow it. Yeah. You absolutely could. And you could choke on it. Luckily for this kid, it was just the uh, the the comical factor, you know, having that thing stuck in your
5: Right. And
4: air passing through it, but making a squeak at the same time.
5: Thank goodness air could pass through it, though.
4: Um, for sure. Ah, uh, there's another story of a gal who, um, from Newport Beach, California, going viral after she removed 23 contact lenses from her eye. What? She went to the doctor. They removed 23 contact lenses from her eye. You, you wore contact lenses, right? Yes. Is there, how, how would you envision it's possible to have 23 contact lenses in your eye?
5: I can't. It hurts my eyeballs. I can't even leave. I couldn't even leave contacts in my eyes overnight. Let alone stack them on top of each other. Well, no,
4: she wasn't stacking them. They would just like move so to now, the back. Now she was an older lady, so the explanation from the eye doctor is that he thinks that she kept falling asleep with her contact lenses in, uh-huh. and then she forgot about it the next morning, and they just put new ones in. So, so every time she would lay down, the uh, the lens would disappear up under the eyelid. There's a video. I can't. I can't bring myself I, to watch I, well, it. I'm not
5: going to watch it. Eyes and I just don't eyes are weird to me but no i just don't understand how that would be like when i would, if i fell asleep with my contacts in and i would wake up my eyes would be so dry and they would hurt so bad
4: have you ever ingested anything or put anything in your uh, your person no i say person because i i put a bean in my ear once oh. i told that story <laughs> like those little like the kidney beans you're in school you're you're counting them you know, I'm learning how to do math. Uh-huh. And I just took one and, you know, out of boredom, put it in my ear. How'd that work out for and you? And I got stuck. And I never told anybody about it. And I I just was going through life with just like a, like, you know, <laughs> when like, you have water in your ear. Yeah. You know, it just sounded, it's just a clogged ear. And I was just going through life like that. I was, you know, doing my normal thing, taking baths and, and, you know, my mom scrubbing me down. <laughs> <laughs> Figure what age this was. I mean, definitely younger. Yeah. Um. And then finally I said something. We went to the doctor and the doctor put those little uh, doctor pliers in there because uh-huh. he saw something and pulled it out. It was the kidney bean that I'd put in there. <laughs> but I refused to tell anybody that had put that in there.
5: How long and was it, it in there for?
4: It had, I I would assume a couple of weeks. So yeah. It was sprouting a little sprout. A little sprout.
5: <laughs> You're just growing your own little garden. Yeah.
4: I mean it's it's the perfect atmosphere. To grow a kidney bean yeah. in your ear. It's okay. nice and warm and it stays watered with the showers and baths.
5: Don't do it, but it is the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: Never do that again.
3: Gunner and Cheyenne on demand.
4: Uh, we got an email. A uh, direct message on our Instagram over the weekend goes as follows Dear Gunner and Cheyenne, here's my trouble. Sounds like a Dixie Chick song. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> here's my trouble. <laughs> I recently started dating a guy and right from the start he told me he didn't want anything serious since he was just coming out since he was just coming out of a relationship okay. I told him fine I was feeling the same and am pretty busy with my career well as we got to know each other better I find myself wanting him more and more and on days when we don't even talk on the phone I find myself thinking he's probably with another woman doing who knows what Ooh. I know I'm torturing myself. But he seems to be content with things as they are. I'm afraid if I say anything, I'll only drive him away and ruin what eventually might develop into a meaningful relationship. I'm just not sure how long I can mentally handle this. I'm sure this has happened to lots of people. Can, say, can anyone help a girl out? I don't know. Last time I got into some sort of a relationship like this was, uh, like, I don't know, 20, 20 years ago? ago. 20 years ago. <laughs> I was unemployed. My sister and I had an apartment and uh, there was a gal that somehow said yes to uh, to dating me. It didn't nothing really happened except for me being overbearing. Right. You know, you I I had nothing to preoccupy my time
5: because you were unemployed. Yeah, I was unemployed. I was sitting at home
4: <laughs> thinking about this pretty girl that finally said yes to dating me. And it, I mean, I'd, I'd show up at her work, want to go lunch, all sorts of stuff. You would yeah. just show up for lunch. What are you doing for lunch? It's <laughs> weird. I got no plans. for you buy? Because <laughs> I don't have a job. I don't have a job. It's <laughs> weird. You know. So I mean, if you guys, if, 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 I guess in this situation, my only advice is like, if that is how you enter the relationship, you had her. Her message here says she is pretty busy with her career. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure you're fully uh, preoccupied with your time. For situations like this because i mean if he's just out of a relationship got to be okay with that yeah right so and if you've told yourself that you're busy enough that you're gonna be okay with this if this thing were to go on you truly need to be preoccupied otherwise you are going to be sitting at home thinking about what he is doing or isn't doing
5: right right
4: what are your thoughts Cheyenne? you as a single 31 year old female who has probably been in situations like this before
5: i'm glad that you asked And I'm going to say this not specifically to her because I think this happens to both guys and girls. So the situation on a whole, like, I think we have to stop dating for the potential of what it could be or what someone could be. Right. So now you're sitting at home. He was honest with you. Bless him. Okay. He was honest. And I think that's great. You knew what you were getting into, but now things change because that's what happens with time. You change. He changes. The situation changes. And that's what we have now. If you know he doesn't want a serious relationship, then you need to stop hanging around for the possibility of some potential. Like the potential, we're not dating for potential. And the other issue is, is she's scared about saying something because it could ruin a potential that hasn't even happened yet. We have got to stop in this dating culture being afraid of expressing our feelings And telling people how we feel. This idea that, oh, I can't tell him because I don't need him to know that I'm catching feelings or, oh, I'm simping or whatever it is, whatever term you want to use, that's not reality because we are humans and by nature, we need people. And telling him how, if it scares him that you enjoy who he is, that you like him for who he is, if that scares him away, then you need to walk away and take that as a sign that it's not, it's not there anyways.
4: Uh, has this happened to you? Are you in a similar situation? Did you, did you say something uh, in the, Like you were in very, something very similar. You said something, what was the end result? Like, what is your hindsight advice? For this person with this message. You know, are you, are you glad you said something? Because maybe it didn't work out or maybe it did work out. You said something and he ultimately was feeling the same way, and now you're not torturing yourself, wondering what he's doing every night.
5: Exactly. Conversation.
4: So what is your advice for this uh person who messaged us on Instagram? You can text us at 22108. We're gonna get to some of your texts coming up next. Here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne
3: on demand.
4: Uh, we got a message on Instagram. Uh, talking about, uh, this gal, uh, she's in this situation. She says, here's my trouble. She recently started uh, dating a guy and right from the start, he told her that he didn't want anything serious since he was just coming out of a relationship. She was fine with that. She said, I am feeling the same and I'm also pretty busy with my career. So both were on on the same page starting out, Right. Well, her message goes on to say that she is uh, finding herself wanting him more and more. And on days that they don't even talk on the phone, she finds herself thinking that he's probably with another woman doing who knows what. And she does admit that she's torturing herself. All right. She's afraid to say anything because she's worried that it will drive him away and ruin what eventually might develop into a meaningful relationship. Because right now, you know, he was coming out of something serious. She's, as she says, busy with her career. Mm -hmm. So both are preoccupied. But now she's finding herself wanting to be with him more and more. So what does she do in the situation? Does she tell him that she wants to, to... Her true feelings... In fear, I mean, she she has to worry about him walking away,
5: right? But if he walks away because she wants something more and he just wants to be in a situationship, like he can't be upset about that, and she can't be upset that they're not on the same page anymore. It happens; time changes things. And if you create feelings and he doesn't, why waste both of your guys' time?
4: Yeah, and a lot of texts are coming in saying, uh, "Honesty is the uh, the best policy here." You know, yeah. uh, a lot of people agree with what you had to, had to say earlier, Cheyenne.
5: My full on dating when you, rant. When
4: you stepped up on that soapbox <laughs> over there in the corner. And...
5: I've been in it for three years. Yeah. I know how this goes. Text
4: the 623. Tell him how you feel. It's best to be honest, but you can't be mad at his response since he made it very clear from the get go. These situations are tough, but honesty is key to it all. Yeah. Text at the 623. I think he, she should tell him how she feels. I agree with everything Cheyenne said. If you tell him and he walks away, then it wasn't meant to be. But whatever happens, keep your head up, girl.
5: Yeah. Keep your head up. Don't get angry because like everybody pointed out, he was honest with you and that's great. But now you have to return that and be honest as
4: well. Or find things to preoccupy your time. You know, maybe, maybe the timing's not right. But
5: if it's not right now, it could be right later. So just right. separate your ways. Why waste time and torture yourself? thinking that he is could be out doing Lord knows what. Well, maybe you
4: go out and do Lord knows what yourself. But then you're going to you know? feel
5: bad. Don't do that. No. Stop. <laughs> no, because now we're asking people to play a boyfriend and girlfriend role without the title and exclusivity. Like you want all the perks of it, but you don't want the title of it. That's not okay for anyone. Nobody deserves that. Okay. No one deserves that. Well, I don't
4: that. know. I, I think if he's doing it and the, and the situation is fine right now. If but he's it's doing not it-
5: mutual. That's the problem. If it was mutual, I would agree with you, but it's not mutual. Right. She's going to get hurt.
4: Well, thanks for those texts today. And the advice there is to go tell him how you feel.
5: Just be honest. And if he walks away, then he walks away. This story,
4: I mean, if he walks away, you, you could come back around. Yeah. I could come back around. Text with the 602, met a guy and uh, dated a few months. He was great. I started to catch feelings. Uh, he was honest and said that he couldn't see me any longer because he didn't want to fall in love with the first girl he met as he was new to town. So we split up for a year and a half, got back together. We're now married with two beautiful boys.
5: (laughs) That's actually really adorable. (laughs) See, you can walk away and come back. Yeah. Sometimes timing's not there.
2: Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,